Yeah, so until next time. Yeah. Uh, Nasser, what do you got for us next week? So um, keeping in the honor of Ian trilogies, I've got a trilogy for us next week. We are going to watch the M. Night Shyamalan trilogy, Unbreakable, Split, and Glass. Okay. Yeah, we talked about this when, we were on, when I was on vacation. I have only ever seen Unbreakable. I have heard Glass is, you know, kind of, yeah, but I heard Split was fucking awesome. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Sp- Split probably um, gives you one of the best acting performances, in my opinion, for my money, in the last 20 years. And that's um, McAvoy's performance in that movie specifically. Unbreakable is a great movie. Um, Yeah, uh, uh, Unbreakable is a great movie. And you don't even know that Split is a sequel until the end. Basically, the very end. Yeah, the very end. Um, Glass, you know, I'll throw it in there because if we're going to cover Unbreakable and Split, we got to cover Glass. It is what it is. The first two are by far and away the superior films split being the most superior uh but i like unbreakable a lot as well for a lot of reasons okay all right so that'll be next week so uh looking forward to that until then it's been real it's been fun it's been real fun so memento yes memento uh Written and directed by Christopher Nolan, based on a short story by his brother, Jonathan Nolan. Uh, stars Guy Pierce, Carrie Ann Moss, John Peglin, Joey Pant. <laughs> Joey Pant. Yeah. Joey Pant. That's what I call him. Joey yep. Pant. Uh, this film, it made me, it was the second Christopher Nolan film I ever watched. The first one was Batman Begins. And then someone said, you have to watch Memento. So I watched it, and I'm glad I did. Uh, now, I know that neither of you have ever seen this. So, as per ever. Uh, who wants to go first? Dasher, uh, I'll let you go first. All right. Um, you know the best thing about this movie is I never have to watch it again. <laughs> um, wow. For a, mo- for a movie that plays it being so smart, it's really, really dumb. If this movie was half as smart as it thought it was, it would have been great. If it was a fraction as smart as it actually was, it would have been bearable. But instead, I found myself contemplating your demise throughout the entirety of the film. Um, Ian, what do you wow. got? <laughs> okay, I mean, this, this was like the... This, I mean, this was like the hipster version of fucking Groundhog Day. Who wrote this? Fucking Topher Grace? Wow, that's a... Jesus, dude. Just threw that name out there. That's for no reason at all. Oh. Uh, I'm not going to go ahead, Ian. What, what, what you got, Ian? His level, but I will say I, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. I feel like I need to watch it again, and there's a couple reasons for that. Um... I feel like I, I, I kind of agree with Dash. This movie is kind of too smart for its own good. Like the the niche of the movie is that it's backwards. Like that's the whole point of the film. Why people think it's this masterful, you know, cinematic experience. But I feel like that kind of takes me out of it because a I already knew, and b the story yeah. itself is already interesting. To me, because Guy mm. Pierce uh, plays Leonard, who has interrograde amnesia, and he's trying to figure out his wife's killer. On paper, that sounds like a very interesting film. 
He can't remember anything, and he has to and, and he has to piece all these things together. I watched that film. And and not to interrupt you, but I also want to say that there was a really really good concept here. Yeah, I just felt that it was fleshed out very very slowly. And it plotted along. This movie had the pace of an elder snail. Um, it was just so goddamn slow. And I found myself really finding, a, really, you know, keeping myself interested. Um, I, if it wasn't as slow as it was, I would have liked it better. But Jesus Christ, it just plotted along. But with that being said, the premise is very interesting. I just didn't like the way that it was put on film. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it, people always talk about they, they don't talk about anything else about the movie. Anytime anybody's ever brought up Memento to me, it's always the fact that it's in reverse. Well, if that's the whole point of the movie, then the movie, it's, then you clearly didn't have a whole lot of, I guess, yeah. confidence in the story that you were telling because the niche is the most interesting part. I don't care because I wanted to yeah. see the story. Because I like yeah. the story they and were trying to tell. It, it was just very pedestrian to me, the story. Um, I wanted to be interested in it. When I first found out what was going on, I'm like, all right, this has potential to be something fantastic. Yeah, and then almost- the, next time, the, the, the next time I looked down and I was like, all right, how much of this movie have I watched? I was like, I've only watched 35 minutes. It seems like an hour and a half. And this is the last thing I'll say before we move over to Seth. It felt a little bit too. It felt too egotistical. Like you're going to watch it because we say because yeah. we would say so. It, it it was it was kind of like what we said with Dune. It was very yeah. artsy fartsy. Like it just if you did just told the story, I think I would have been more engaged. But I will watch it again to see if I have a different opinion of it. But I only watched it once, and I. I think it's fine. It's the, just a the thing way that I, I saw. Would, the, the way I would describe this movie is this movie thought it was six foot seven, 225 pounds of finely chiseled muscle with a 10 inch cock, but it wasn't. It was Danny DeVito. Um, Danny DeVito's a treasure. I wanted to, I wanted to like it. I really did, but just the pacing just completely took me out of the game. I'm sorry. I get, I get, but I also want to say I 110% understand, Seth, why you like this movie. This movie is right up your alley. This yeah. movie has Seth Rebel written all over it. <laughs> and, nine, <laughs> and, nine ti- and nine times out of ten, I'm right on there. I'm right on board with you. This is just that one out of ten where I'm like, mm, just I'll, not my cup of tea, man. Sorry. I did find myself asking myself, because I... I'm a straight man. I'm very comfortable in my sexuality. I didn't know who I wanted to fuck more. Guy Pierce or Carrie Ann Moss. They're both gorgeous. The best part of the film is when he punched that bitch right in the fucking face. <laughs> oh, Seth, you've been uh, sitting there for a yeah. minute patiently. Yes. Well. You tell us about yes. anytime. Yes, this movie is told in reverse. And there- well, it's, 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 it's told in, in reverse and it's told in uh, straight linear fashion. It's it's done both. It's it's too much. It, it, it kind of meets itself in the middle. Uh, at, in the at, well, at the end, it meets itself. Yeah. And the black and white goes to color, and then you find out exactly where you are. And the reason this movie is worse, and I don't think that it works any other way, is that so you can feel 
what it's like to be Leonard as best you can on film. And that's the, your, 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 your experience is disrupted. You're, you're given information in, in snippets and then, Oh shit, that that's where this leads. And that's where this leads. And then, and the, and the twist at the end is that uh, Teddy played by Joey pan uh, has been leading him along. No telling how many people he's had him kill. Yeah, and that so he's, was he's using Leonard as a basically a weapon because Leonard's never going to remember. And that is, I felt like probably the most interesting part of the film, but that should have been the twist at the end of a straight linear story because he has enteric grade amnesia and he can't remember things past maybe 15 minutes or so. That's a great twist at the end of the story, not in the middle. Mm. Tell the tell the story of a uh, of an amnesiac trying to find the person who raped and killed his wife, that's already interesting in the fact that he's already killed God knows how many people, and Joey Pant has been leading him along doing this. I was like, shit, that's the story right there. Why did you tell it all, stupid? Yeah. Well, yeah. they, they told and, it that way because he does have the memory. He can't form new memories. So the way that he got around that, he's like, okay, I found this out, so I'm going to hurry up and focus and I'm going, and I know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to remember. Well, there's so also there's there's write a, down. I'm going to write down your license plate. Hell, you're a John G. So I'm going to make it to where I kill you, and this all ends now. Well, it also asked more interesting questions that you know would be great. Like I said, and I, I'm going to say this a couple times probably, if the story wasn't told all stupid, because the questions that it was asking were fascinating. Like, can you trust your own memories? Because even in real life, our memories are flawed. So, yeah. and, and another one is, uh, you know, it, does life have meaning because you give it meaning or because it's life and you should just get over it and accept that. Fun things to think about, but I'm busy trying to piece together this movie that's cut up into different pieces. I, I and I, I think that you should watch it again because I think this movie it's one of those films that benefits from multiple viewings. I just feel like I, I like I said, I liked it. The movie, it's the story was was great and interesting. If there was a cut of this movie that was told in a linear format, I would buy it and watch it. But see, I, I, I but I disagree. And I, I don't think that the twist they give you at the end works. If I thought it worked perfectly because if, it if works it's told in the other direction. <sighs> but how does it how does it pad out if it's told in the other direction? Because it shows him killing killing Teddy in the very beginning, and that's that happens. I I don't know. I chronologically so. <laughs> when, when when you get to the end of the film and then you realize everything that just happened, it, it, it's kind of a mind fuck in my opinion. One it is and it thing isn't. I did like, one aspect of the movie I did like is him tattooing clues all over his body. Now I thought that was very cool. That was creative as fuck. I like that a lot. Um, and Seth, can you explain to me why it kept switching from? Color to black and white for what seemed okay. to be no apparent reason. No, no, no. I know the majority why. of the movie no, no. because I never okay. figured I never figured that out at all. 
What everything if it's in black and white, it is a linear story, but in the in the colored version, it's told in reverse. So they're the story is being told in two directions. Which is dumb. I mean that uh, <sighs> just saying it out loud. What happens what happens yeah. in black and white is what happens before he finds out that Teddy has been leading him along. And he that he's probably well, he's killed someone before. And uh, it turns to the color is when when it turns to the color is when he realizes and that's where your story starts chronologically. I, I'm not gonna lie, for a vast majority of the film, I thought Teddy was like a figment of his subconscious and wasn't actually there, was just you know, a la fucking fight club, you know, Tyler Durden and the other guy, I thought that was he a scenario that we were getting. He's, he's yeah. just called the narrator. Yeah, and then when you know, I figured out. All right, so Teddy is actually real. I was, I was a little disappointed in the fact of that. But I mean, the story that I guess was being told, it makes sense that Teddy was actually a real person because this guy mm-hmm. had amnesia. He didn't have split personality disorder. So, but I would have liked it more if Teddy would have been like a figment of his imagination or his inner self battling with well, you know well, that's his so, regular conscience well there, there's also there, two twists you know, the, the first yeah. twist is that teddy is leading him along and he's teddy's the teddy's the killer yeah basically so, uh leonard's a weapon but the other twist is that sammy jenkins leonard made that up to cope with his grief he's one that had the wife yeah with uh with uh diabetes, he's the one that overdosed his wife with insulin. Yeah, it wasn't Ned Ryerson. <laughs> That's the only thing that like, <laughs> the entire time, like Ned, Ned Ryerson from fucking Groundhog Day. Oh, and his wife's BB from yeah. Fringe. But uh, yeah, that was another brilliant part of the film that could have been in the linear story was. Like I said, your memory can't be trusted either because it's your fault. You're what you the 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 bald guy with the the uh, diabetic wife. You made that up. You're the one because it, it shows you like he pinched her leg. It's like ow, no, he injected her with insulin and it killed her. It fucking killed her. Yep. That was a that was a fascinating twist. I, I like I said, I do like the film. I just have a problem with how it's told. There are great ideas yeah. here. There are wonderful ideas. Oh. I agree, I agree wholeheartedly uh, with everything you just said, and I feel the exact same way. This was a damn good concept. I just think it was, you know, executed poorly. I, I, I almost feel like Nolan had to do this because, A, he's he's one of those people that just, you know, he, he has to make his I, movie I like fartsy, was... fartsy. But I, I, he had to get it. He had to get people to talk about it. And this is this is the only thing that people talk about when they talk about Memento is the fact that it's non-linear. But if that's all that you have to talk about, that doesn't make me want to watch the movie because I know nothing else. Yeah. I, I took this as Nolan filling himself after Batman's success and you know getting a little uh, before Batman. you know stroking it. Yeah, stro- oh, I thought this was after Batman. No, this is no, his old, this is only his second film. Oh, all right, all right. I, I, never mind then. I, I was under the impression this was after Batman. No, this came out in two thousand. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, what was his first movie? Uh, 
Ah, shit. I don't even know. It's a black and white film. Uh, it was called like Fallen or something. Oh. Um, I follow. Follow, yeah. Following or something. Yeah. It's, it's very short. Um, and then this, oh. one, and then he directed. Uh, what's it called? It has. Uh, it's Al Pacino and Robin Williams. I can't remember the name of it. Insomnia. Insomnia. Uh, oh yeah, he. It's it's called Following. Yeah. Then he, then he did the the Prestige and Batman and. Dunkirk, Inception, all that shit. But this is only a second film. This is really, I think he wanted to make a name for himself with this film. So people, and people are still talking about it. It's, it's just, don't get me wrong. I, the, the acting in this movie is phenomenal. Like Guy Pierce does not get the credit he deserves because this is only the second time I've seen, well, no, this is the third time I've seen him be the star of a film. The mm-hmm. other two are uh, Lockout, which is, and The Couch of Monte Cristo, which is one of my favorite films ever. Top five, for sure. I'll never not watch that film. And he did great. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss, you know, she was she was just fun to look at. And Joey Pant did what Joey Pant does, and he just fucking made everything better. He's like Bacon Vince. You sprinkle him in a movie, <laughs> he's going to make it better. I, I just, I don't feel, uh, I don't feel like you... You delve into the perspective of Leonard as strongly if the story is told in a straight chronological order. I think this adds to uh, the audience getting wrapped into his psyche and experiencing what it's like to be him. I mean, for fuck's sake, could you imagine that? Could you imagine having to live that way? No, I could not. I don't, but I don't have to. I watched it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have to. I watched it played out on film. I, th- I, th- I almost thought it was a parody of parts because everybody was making fun of him. I was like, is this is this a low-key comedy? Is that what they're going for here? Yeah, also, I've seen 50 first Yeah, then I realized it's not. Yeah, I realized it's not. And I kind of felt bad for it. I was like, oh, no, this this is not meant to be a comedy at all. And these people are clearly taking advantage and making fun of him at every possible turn. That's pretty pretty fucked up but that's mm-hmm. what we got like because the the hotel the hotel guy um you know just straight up told him you know we're, we're basically you know selling you multiple rooms every day to take your money you know you should always keep receipts because you're not going to remember shit we can basically take advantage of you anytime we want and then carry moss before he punched her in the face you know your wife's a fucking whore. Your wife's um, this, that, and the other, and you're not going to remember any of this shit, so I can say whatever the fuck I want to about your wife. Punches her in the face. Five minutes later, she comes back in the door. He forgets everything. He goes like, damn, dude. That blows. It does, and it did a great job of letting us know what he's going through. Don't get me wrong. I, I absolutely loved the direction of the film. It's the order of the film, because I, I feel like if they wanted to really, if they wanted to do this chronologically, they could have probably maybe just started skipping in time. I don't know to things that he could and could not remember. Just him on his journey, and there's there's pieces missing. There was a better way to do this. Yeah, and and one thing I will say about um, Guy Pierce's performance, um, it was it was rather robotic. Um, I, I don't know great. if that's how it was. I don't know if that's how it was intentionally written, but he, he was, I mean, he had Kristen Stewart face throughout the entirety of the film. Wow. 
I mean, I'm just uh, that's that's just calling it like it is. I mean, he really had the only bit of emotion I ever saw from the character was when he punched her in the face, and even then, he looked like he just smelled three day old Brussels sprouts. I mean, I wasn't inspired by his performance, and I I, I just don't know if that was just Guy Pierce's decision or if that's how he was intentionally written and directed. Um, He's I, just so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I, I also found something interesting was you're supposed to, you're, you grow to hate uh, Carrie Ann Moss's character. Oh, yeah. It turns oh, yeah. out that she's the one that did the nicest thing in the world for him. She rid of him to this guy. <sighs> Yeah, but she helped him. Point, she helped him rid himself of Fetty. <laughs> but up until that point, she was a, she was a word that we she was. I was gonna say she's a word that we don't use on this show, and Ian just dropped it. So I'm gonna bleep you know, it out. There we are. I'll bleep it out. She, she how's about she was a world class son of a bitch. How's about that? That's fine. All right. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I will watch it again. Probably not anytime soon. But uh, like I said, I liked it. I did. I didn't love it. I felt I did. I did feel bad because I was like, "Oh, I hope Dash would like this movie because I do not have nice things to say about it." And then you just came in and shit on it. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I get it. I get the allure of it. I, to me, it's Again, too hard. Just for not my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And even if you go to. If you go to our website, pressplaypodcast.net, um, under Seth's bio, he even self-describes himself as the artsy-fartsy lover, and that's exactly what this movie is. And so, it's really bad I mean, when uh, he's the artsy-fartsy one, and he he had some of the worst things to say about Dune. Oh, well, Dune was that artsy-fartsy. <laughs> Let's make no mistake. I, he, he called I, it artsy-fartsy. It is an artsy-fartsy. This, this is not, no, the Mento is not artsy-fartsy. Memento, it is and it isn't. It's it's just, yeah, it, it's it's yeah. It's, it's no, it's not. No, it's I don't think. I I don't I don't it, think it, this it, movie works without its without it being told without it being told in reverse. I just don't think it works. I think you only think that because you're in love with this film and you probably saw it when it came out from fresh eyes. I'm telling you, this movie, yeah. the, the 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 story that they're telling you with the twists and the uh, you know the. The things that you can take from from it, I feel like they work. They work in a yeah, linear this, format. This, this movie is definitely Michelangelo uh, drawing dicks on the um, cathedral ceiling. <laughs> right, that's that's, that's for sure. <laughs> oh my god! I was speaking. To, I was speaking to its artsiness. I'm, okay, I wasn't I, like knocking the film again. I wanted. I wanted to be known. I did not shit on this movie like that. I just said. I. I just. I just pointed out his flaws and did. Say, and did give it credit. He's over here just taking, pulling down his pants and taking a big old diarrhea licking dump all over it. <laughs> I and I didn't want to. I really did not want to because again, there was something great here, and I can understand where people may have seen the greatness in this film. I'm just not one of those people. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So like, and like I, what I, you like. I don't get my feelings hurt when people don't like the movies that I like. I do. I knew I and I knew you wouldn't. I knew you wouldn't. So before we get started with the review, I feel like we should point out that this we have two this week. 
Uh, yes. Tomorrow we will be doing Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And then next week, I feel like we should also do two because we've got Dasher's pick, which we'll learn later at the end of the show. And I do want to talk about He-Man. There's only five episodes. We have, we've have we got to talk about the, the Netflix animated He-Man episode, uh, that came out. Okay. Yep. yep. Agreed. Agreed. I've, I've uh, seen the first two episodes while you were in town and haven't watched it since. Um, but yeah, it, it needs to be spoken about. All right. So there's that. And when do we got um what if when's what if start? I yeah. don't remember. I think it's this it's, month. It's, it's this month. It's soon. It's soon. I want to say it's the I want to say it's this upcoming weekend. Maybe I don't even remember. Yeah, I, I want to I want to say it is too. Uh, Without looking it yeah, up, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean We'll have to, we'll, we'll see if it does drop this upcoming weekend. We'll, um, you know, do a little segment on that as well. I'm sure. Cause that's kind of what mm-hmm. we do here. That's right. Hello internet. Welcome to the press play podcast. The only podcast with a chewy nougat center. My name is Seth. Mm, I'm Ian. And I'm Dasher. And this week we will be discussing Christopher Nolan's film Memento starring Guy Pierce and Carrie Ann Moss. Joey Pan. And Joey Pan. 